Welcome back to the Flight Deck Podcast, the baseball podcast where we start with everything but baseball. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it works right now. This week we got two things to talk about. We'll get to Connor's shirt in a second. Uh, first off, shout out LeBron James, the all-time yep. leading scorer in NBA history. Yep. Um, I'm, I don't know if I want to say it, but the best, the best player in NBA history. Okay. All right. Question mark. I'm, I, I, as, as a person that, you know, those giant fathead stickers that you could like, like Mm -hmm. the life-size ones Mm -hmm. on the roll. I had a LeBron James one for a very long time. So I'm very biased. I think the conversation is stupid to have because you can't compare the two of them. They played in such different eras. Like, yeah. And I think, and I think someone has listened to a few podcasts. Someone said it best. This the LeBron James beating the scoring all-time scoring record shouldn't change what your opinion on the goat debate is. If no. you thought he was the goat already, he he's the he's, you're still your goat. But yeah, if this yeah, is yeah. the thing that changed it for you, then like yeah, I had this conversation with a buddy at work last night, and basically we were saying like LeBron probably has the better career, but MJ might have been the better peak player. Like I think the longevity of of LeBron James is insane. The guy's still averaging over thirty points. Like that's yeah, insane. At like what is he thirty eight? He's thirty eight. Like that's nuts. So that like Jordan wasn't doing that. Plain and simple. Um, but I think Jordan at his peak might be, might might be better than what LeBron was at his peak. But like it, it's close. It's a conversation you can have with literally anyone. But there's no right answer, and you yeah. can yell at each other for hours, and it makes no difference. Either way, super cool. Uh, it's kind of funny to see the difference in pictures. <laughs> like, forget who did it last, but when they did it, oh, the freaking the that Michael Jordan like last shot picture where everybody's yeah. just like, oh my god, and then every, yeah. but in this one, everybody's on there looking at their phones. Yes, <laughs> oh, no. because one was in 1998, the other is in 2023. Come on, I, guys. I understand why it happened. Oh, it's just only, it, it's an insane amount of phones. And the only I, person uh, that didn't have a phone is the owner the, of Nike. <laughs> just appreciating like, his billion dollar investment. Yeah. Yeah. So Good LeBron, him, LeBron has played 19 or 20 seasons. I can't really tell with this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. He the lowest he's ever averaged is 20.9 points. And that's then and then that's his rookie. That's his oh, rookie that's year. why. It's his rookie year. And then. It doesn't, then it jumps up to 25 as his second lowest he's ever averaged <laughs> in his 19 year career. And like, like that's not even mentioning the defense and the, yeah, and the like, rebounds and everything, yeah. the ball and movement, the assists, like, like it's, it's everything. Like, you're, you're silly to try and bash on LeBron. Yes. Like, if he's not the greatest of all time, he's the second greatest of all time. Yeah. I don't think that should be a conversation. And like the LeBron haters are weird. Anyone that any like big name player that has like a group of haters is just strange to me. Mm. Like there's no reason to bash on one of the greatest players of of the game ever. Same You're with not... same with Brady. Same we... with like guys like Tiger stuff like that. Like yeah, like yeah. it's nuts. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid, but like he's got to move on with it speaking yep. of speaking of haters this is where i go into my little mini rant yes okay. everybody on the audio on the audio and if you can clearly see in the video eagles hat eagle shirt fly eagles fly taking it all the way in the super bowl speaking all of haters way. san francisco 49ers hmm? i need all of you to stop talking 
I need to beat you with I need, quarterback. Stop. I need, <laughs> I need CMC to stop being like, get rid of a quarterback. Uh, then Jimmy they Ward. They would have quarterback. And, and Jimmy Ward, a shit fucking safety, was like, oh, uh, Devontae Smith and AJ, AJ Brown will pay. Robbie Gould, if you make if you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, you're going to have a pretty good day on defense. Don't be mad because you're wizard of an OC that blew a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl, by the way. Thank you. You're wizard of a head coach and blew a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl to another and to the Chiefs. Ugh. Like that wizard of a of a, of a coach said, you know what? You know the guy no. that like led the league in sacks? We're gonna put a backup tight end on him and have him block him. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Now if if there's many things that you could say if. If Trey Lance doesn't blow at his knee in the beginning of the season, if Jimmy G doesn't go down hurt, if Brock Purdy doesn't injure his elbow in that game, getting sacked, we might be looking at a at a nine Niners Chiefs. No, no, but you can just as easily because they just they didn't get much going against their defense until the very end when it was over and no one cared. You could easily just you could easily say, "Hey, block the people." Sure. Sure. They weren't injury, they were injuries sure. like fluke injuries. They were no, you just got hit. But he couldn't shit. throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and your backup and like your backup so got a easy concussion. To defend that when you can't your backup throw the got ball. a concussion because our D tackle came in free. Oh, Josh Johnson, he's just not a he's not a good quarterback. Okay, either. but I'm saying your was, backup was in there. I'm just saying they have they're probably right to talk because they probably <laughs> should be in the Super Bowl this hey, week. But you know what? They're not. So let's not talk about them. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl. I, I clearly know who I'm going for here. I'm Obviously, you're cheering for the Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. I love him. Because the MVP, Pat Mahomes, is on that one. They have the better Kelsey brother. It's not a debate. No, it's, it's, it's really not. It's is. not a debate. It's, it's a debate. It's not a debate. Jason more, Kelsey. More Pro Bowls, more All Pros, more records. This is better. <laughs> bullshit falling from the sky what the fuck is happening today what is what are we doing it's all true hey, Jason, he might not have you... more he might have might have more all pros but fine. he does have we're, more pro balls. fine we're bringing this up as well the house of diner <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think so i don't i don't think it's a diner but <laughs> his take is wrong but I, I don't to, think it's a diner. they tried to go at it again and be like is is is, is like they papa asked john's Ed, pe- yeah. is papa john's pizzeria, pizzeria. Is, no. is, is Subway a sandwich shop or, or no. like a deli? Uh, it's, oh, it's a not a deli, but it's a sandwich. It's not shop. a deli. It's a sandwich shop. It's, de- it's not a deli. No, 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 no. Like, no, no. Deli uh, is like you can buy meats and stuff. You can't buy meats yeah. at Subway. You can buy but meats yeah. on sandwiches. Yeah, it's Super um, Bowl fun times. Woohoo, yeah. It's going to be good. Should be a yep. good Super Bowl. I'm excited. I'm um, very, I'm nervous. I can't like. I could not tell you who's going to win this game. I could not tell you realistically, like. You're you're an Eagles fan, so the bias is there. But like, um, it's the I biggest. Mean, it's the biggest toss up in a long time. I mean, it's been it's been coming out that all, all, the, all the Chiefs players have the sniffles and congestion and shit. <laughs> like, I can't wait till the, the Eagles win, and then we get the immediate oh you, excuses. You played Daniel Jones, and you injured Brock Purdy, and then you played a sniffling yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Good stop. I that that Chiefs offense is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. You could say all you want about the Chiefs' defense being not that great, but the Chiefs' defense has never been great, and they've won a Super Bowl before. And I don't yeah. fuck with Chris Jones ever. Yeah, they won. They won. <laughs> they won a Super Bowl with Daniel Sorensen as one of their starting. Mm-hmm. So, defense. like, we're talking about a team that can just get it done on offense. But the Eagles are the exact, not the exact same, but they're we, very similar in the fact that their offense is lethal. We arguably have one of the best 
No, not arguably. We have one of the best pass rushers in NFL history. We are, we are two sacks away from breaking the 85 Bears record for the most sacks in a single season. Not bad. We are. The team's good. They're good. Their pass rush is good. But the thing with Pat Mahomes, if he's healthy, like the ankle still matters. Yeah, um, because he if he's run, able to move around, that pass rush doesn't mean shit. He couldn't run against the Bengals. Nope. But and he ran the one time and he fucking hobbled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like That's, it's so, just he's got that ability to get away from so tackles. It's 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 very dependent on how well the O line blocks for him. Because yep. if the O line performs anything like they have in previous Super Bowls, we could be looking at a Tampa Tampa Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Where Mahomes is just all by himself, sprint, spinning and throwing yeah. shit in the air and sidearm it, like yeah. So we'll see. It's it should be yeah. a good game. I don't. I we'll can't see. see this being any sort of blowout. It's two yeah. one seeds. Like I don't. I can't remember the last time where two one seeds went at it. So it should be fun. I get, I'm telling you, last year definitely wasn't because the Bengals. The year last before, year, the Bucks weren't. The Bucks cheap. Bucks went at one. Who was I don't the think one? so. Oh, it was the Packers that year? It was mm-hmm. the one. Um. I can't, I can't think further back. I'm not gonna go look into it, but yeah. like it's not often I don't think that you get yeah. two one seeds. No. Uh yeah, so that's that's the other sports of the week. Yes. Yes. Baseball. Now we can yeah. our boy. Well, not really our boy, but the a girl's boy. The, the guy on the team. <laughs> Long haired man himself, Bo Bichette, signed a three year contract. You could say our our arbitration avoided. Arbitration has been Avoid it. Um, the deal. I don't know if the the by year numbers have come out. Yeah. But, oh, well, not the by year, but we know the total. But it is thirty three point six. I should have pulled up yes. Kenny's tweet before I started. Thirty three point six million. No options, escalators, and awards can bring the three year total up to forty. Forty million dollars. Uh, so it's good. Um, I'm it's- now. I do have beef with this entire situation. Uh, almost instantly, there were a handful of people who I will not name that were going on about, oh, this is actually bad because all he did was buy out arbitration years. That's all you're going to do anyways. Not right. many people sign contracts in their arbitration years. No, unless it's unless it's Julio Rodriguez getting 17 years, Fernando Tati yes. Jr. getting 15. Or the Braves. Or if, you, if you're not an yeah. Atlanta Brave or a freakish human, you're probably not signing a big contract in arbitration. This yeah. is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. This is a positive sign. The Blue Jays did it with Matt Chapman. Yes. The like, Blue Jays had positive conversations with Bo Bichette that led to a three-year deal being signed. That is all you ask for. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go into a meeting with Bo Bichette and tear apart what I think Bo Bichette is. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's it's a big positive. You saw it with Marcus Stroman. He was happy here. He loved it until he went to arbitration and they and shredded they said, him. You suck ass. <laughs> you do not want your guys going to arbitration. Does it suck that he didn't sign a 10 year, 12 year deal? Probably. But it doesn't matter. He's 28 at the end of it. You go sign him for eight to 10 at the end of it if he wants to stay. And you have three years to help him decide if he wants to stay or not. You also have three years where you know where his salary is going to be. Yes. Like, That's huge. You're not sitting there going, ah, is he going to make 15? Is he going to make 10? You know exactly what he's making. You know how much money you have. You know where you can spend it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, so many good things about this. You don't have to be the miserable prick that goes, yeah, but it's only his arbitration years. Like everyone yeah, knows, like, man. Just, we, we, we clearly get it. Unless you're my mother. <laughs> 
who doesn't understand how arbitration works. <laughs> yeah, my mom kept asking me, she's like, well, is Bo going to play for us this year? I'm like, yeah, he she, has to play for us oh, this year. There's no choice. Like, she, <laughs> it was funny, because when all, like, the 11, like, pre-arm guys came out, she's like, Kevin Biggio signed like, with the Blue Jays. He's going to be on the team again. Yeah, and I'm like, Mom. Go he was here. Anyway. Same with Vlad. Anyways. Same with Vlad, like, uh, yeah. nobody wants to mention it, but Vlad's kind of on the same thing. Vlad, they're going to have to go and do this again next year. Yeah. But and the year after. And, and Vlad's probably going to get more money than $14 mm-hmm. Million. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this with Bo now. It's done. You move no. on. You yeah. wait three years. You can talk to him about extensions all you want in those years, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the rule is. Um, but, yeah, I like it. You have three more years of Bo. Uh, there's, it's good. I there I don't see anything wrong with having Bo Bichette for three years <laughs> either way. No, I don't. I don't either. Like, it's, it puts your championship window at at least three years. Mm-hmm. realistically so i like it the move's great i don't know how you can have a complaint about this um it's six million this year i think give or take so then, like ben nicholson came out like the projected was like yeah. six million this year 11 next year and then the last year would be 16 mm-hmm. which is like what tay oscar was asking for from seattle yeah now and- a friend of mine is like well why don't you sign him for like four or five and get an extra year out of it and Bo isn't stupid. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, you could go ahead and offer it, but he has no reason to take that. Yeah, because say, you know after that third year, he's going to go out and get $30 million. Yeah, say he takes the like a four-year deal and buys out one year of our, of, of free agency. Mm-hmm. Say he gets injured in that fourth year. He's just fucked over his entire yep. potential earning. Like, yeah, there's just there's not, there's a lot of benefit for us. Don't get me wrong, but I think yeah. the entire front office would have loved to sign a four- or five-year deal, but there's no reason for Bobochet to sign that. Because yeah. he wants to make his money, as everyone should. There's mm-hmm. no reason to be loyal to a team. You go out, you get your money. And Bo's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that's with us. I would love to see them pay him $30 million a year when he comes up. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Bo's... Uh, and Bo's not getting traded. It's kind of just confirmed in my mind. Never. No. Like, even, like, no. it was, like, a small chance anyway he was getting traded. But, like, now nah, it's just kind of like, yeah, no, piss off. There's, there's still people... Very limited amount of people, but I've seen people that are like, oh, they should trade him at the end of the season because his defense sucks and he this and that and he can't do this. It's like well, you're not trading Bo Bichette. Are these you're not getting also, an upgrade? Are these people also Addison Barger stand accounts? Cannot confirm, but it's possible. Like I'm just saying, you're if you're trading Bo Bichette, you're not getting an upgrade at short. No, because there's Bo- like. There's maybe six guys ahead of them, and they are all locked in. I was going to say, Bo Bichette on MLB Network, created, we don't always love their list. He was seventh. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, behind, like, Trey Turner, Carlos I think Correa. it was a fair seven, too. Like, a lot yeah, of the six Correa, ahead of them were better. Seager, mm-hmm. Turner. Like, mm-hmm. Xander? Like, Xander, Dansby Swanson. Dansby like, was below, I think. I think Dansby was six. Was he? I thought he was eight. Yeah. Hold up. I got MLB. They'll do it. Either way, the the names that were ahead of him are not going anywhere. No. So you're not making a trade where you get better in a Bobachat trade, realistically. No. Plain and simple. You can get different. I don't think you get better, though. Yeah. Okay. So the the six ahead of him were Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander, Corey Seager, Francisco Lindor, and Dainsby Swanson. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Yeah. And and three behind him were Willie Adamas, uh, Tim Anderson, and Wander Franco. Right. you're, you're, not, you're not getting better. You're not those. getting better. No. no. Like, no. so yeah. Unless you're, unless, um, you're telling me, unless you're telling me Sandy Alcantara's coming through the door. Like, I just we, don't see it. 
which you don't. I just don't see it. Exactly. Like, yeah. So where are we at here? Uh, uh oh, can we talk about the WBC? Because there's I some mean, Blue Jays in the WBC. Yeah, we have. We should. We have to. I'm a, I'm excited for the WBC. Yeah. I don't know about you. I am a little bit. It's. I hate just, the timing. Yeah, the WBC is like the one time that I don't cheer for Canada because I don't really care because I know we're never going to win. <laughs> See, here's the thing with Canada. If you look at like the Dominican roster, the U.S. roster, the Venezuelan roster, the Puerto Rico well, one's pretty good this did year. You see, did you see Mexico? Mexico got Mexico, some ball. Mexico you, got Randy or Rosarena. You look at those rosters and you're like, damn, they could probably win the World Series if they were a team. Yeah. You look at the Team Canada roster. Oh boy, you go, there's ah, some notable. They omissions. might beat the A's. <laughs> there's some like notable people that aren't there for Canada. Josh like, Naylor. Josh Naylor, the oh, biggest one there for me is Josh Naylor's not there. Obviously, All there's right. Joey Votto. There's the no Vlad, which Vlad, I understand why, given the roster. Um, yeah, like now I I'm gonna read you names. I want you to tell me the team they play or played for most recently. Okay. All right. I don't know the answers, so I'm hoping okay. you do, right. you know some. You can know, say you don't know. I don't. I know. I probably I don't know, know some. Any. Like I'll know a team they played for, but I don't know right. if it was the last one they played for. Okay, Andrew Albers. I feel like Andrew Albers was like a Red Sox reliever. That sounds familiar. I, I will, feel I like he was a Red Sox reliever. Felipe Omont. No, that's not an MLB player. <laughs> that's not an MLB he, player. He did, he did pitch in the majors, I think, for a little bit. Oh God. Okay. Um. He, also, the last team I remember him on was Team Canada because he played in the last WBC, and that was like a hundred years ago. This entire team minus like two people played in the last one. This is nuts. Um. This one I don't get. John Axford. Oh boy, I didn't. He's on the team. <laughs> oh man, he retired. He retired after blowing out his arm pitching one inning in Milwaukee. Uh. <laughs> All oh. due respect to John Axford, he's a great guy. The lovely, but pitcher. come on, <laughs> we're we're at the point now where that's our one of our relievers. Yeah, uh, here's here's a layup, Matt Brash. Matt Brash, like one of the better fucking pitchers on the team. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of sad he's a he's a rookie and he's one of the better players already. Yep, uh, here's a good one, Mitch Bratt. <laughs> yep, uh, Trevor Brigden. Mm-hmm. No, just, just <laughs> Indigo Diaz. No, just keep. No, that's a sick name though. But no, yeah, right? Ardre Fur. No, I, you didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> We're folks. This is just. No, just folks, this is the, this is the team representing our country. This is not great. Oh, right here's now. another fun one. Adam Lowen. Played last last WBC. I was gonna say I don't know. Was him. a Blue Jay. I'm pretty sure. At one point. Oh, Don't quote me on that. No, I. But I shouldn't. think he was a Blue Jay at one point. <sighs> like Scott Matheson. No, dude, you're you're completely missing me. Nick Pavetta. There you go. We got a name. There we go. Nick Pavetta. Hey, cool. Back to back names. Cal Quantrill. Cal Quantrill, sick pitcher. Look at that. Dice this up that one back. game. And Evan. Yep. Rutkish, Rutkish. No, dude. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know any of these pitchers. Noah Skiro. I don't know any of the rest of these motherfuckers. Cade Smith, Curtis oh. Taylor, Rob. The, the Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm going to wait until I watch the game to figure out how to pronounce his last R- name. Z A S T R Y Z N Y. That's a name. That's All right. Dog Rob. Uh, catchers, we got Kellen Deglin. I know Deglin was in, in Buffalo for a little bit oh. last year. I do remember oh, Deglin. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Bo Naylor. Bo Naylor. The Bo, wrong Naylor, your, but we where, know I mean, hey, we need a catcher. Where's your brother, Bo? Come on. Yeah, it is, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, infielders, we got noted Canadian Freddie Freeman. <laughs> noted Canadian, not born in Canada, but he'll he'll rep mm-hmm. the country. Freddie Freeman. Uh, Edouard Julian. That is, that is the most French Canadian name. Mm-hmm. Our boy, Toronto Sweet. Blue Jay, Suado Lopez. Suado Lopez. Also, apparently Blue Jay, Tatiano uh, Palmigiani. Yeah, super Italian. Like, should be first team all Italian. First team all Italian name, but he's um he's in the you minors. Can't say I his name without one of these. I believe he was in high A last year for the Vancouver Canadians. He was okay. very good. So nice. Abraham Toro. Very good. That's Solid. a major leaguer. Yep. Yep. Andy Yerzy. That's a hot. That's a hockey player that has two teeth. Like, Andy Yerzy. Um, speaking of Yerzies, theirs aren't very pretty. Eh? <laughs> Ours are terrible. I like the, <laughs> the the road ones, especially, are terrible. The, oh, the home the home ones are nice. Uh, like, we got in the outfield, Owen Casey or Cassie. I'm not. I'm I think it's Casey. Casey. Yeah. Denzel Clark. Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill. Noted. Tyler O'Neill. Not, noted giant the arms and second, size. Oh, giant everything. That guy's a <laughs> unit. Um, <laughs> second best player on the team right now, Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, this is this is mm. Jared Young. I dude, I I don't know I, any of these guys. No. Jacob Robson. Yeah, like no disrespect to them. They're way better than me at baseball, and they're playing yeah, for Team just, Canada. They're super just not, cool. Not the household people that you'd think. For... But let's let's just quickly go through Team USA, all right? Yeah, let's just run through let's, some of the names. Real quick, let's... we don't need to take our time on it. Pete Alonzo, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado, Mookie Betts, Paul Goldschmidt, Kyle Higashioka, Jeff <laughs> McNeil, Cedric Mullins, JT Realmuto, Kyle Schwarber, Will Smith, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker, Trey Turner, Bobby Witt Jr., Literally everybody there except maybe two would be hitting third or fourth for Canada. Cedric Mullins is the fourth outfielder. Maybe Bobby, third. Maybe Bobby third. Witt Jr. and Tim Anderson are backup infielders in this. Yes. Like Cedric Mullins would be our best player. Second best, I guess. Freddie Freeman is pretty good. Yeah, let's and then look at the pitchers. Jason Adam, Daniel Bard, David Bednard, Nestor Cortez, Kendall Graveman, Merrill Kelly, Lance Lynn, Clayton Kershaw. Nick Martinez, Miles Michaelis, Adam Ottavino, Ryan Presley, Brooks Raley, Brady Singer, Adam Wainwright, Devin Williams. Now, this isn't the best team that they, their best pitching staff that it's, they could have put together. Position player group wise, it is the best oh. one I've ever seen them put together. It, like nuts, nuts. Um, but I was gonna say their best pitcher or their worst pitcher is still in the upper echelon of our pitching staff. Arguably, the <laughs> maybe ace. the best one. It's probably the ace. Yeah. So that that is nuts. And then even more fun is the Dominicans. El Dominican. The Dominicans might be the best group of baseball players ever assembled. Yeah, and, and, and Robinson one, Cano. And there's two glaring omissions. Oh, I'll just you go through. I haven't them and really paid that much there. attention to it. Willie Adamas, Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, Rafi Devers, Wander Franco, Vladdy, Teoscar, Eloy Jimenez, Manny Machado, Quintel Marte, Francisco Mejia, Jeremy Pena, 
Julio Rodriguez, Gary Sanchez, Gene Segura, Juan Soto. Noted p- position player not there, Jose Ramirez. Oh. Jose Ramirez didn't is even think of that. Didn't even Blade. think of that. Pitching staff, Brian Abreu, Sandy Alcantara, Ronel Blanco. Ronel Blanco and, is like the only one I didn't know. Anisis like, Guerrera, uh, Diego Castillo, Ronzi Contreras. Is that how yep. you say that? Ronzi? Yeah. Yeah, Ronzi, okay. Ronzi. Uh, Johnny Cueto, Enyal de los Santos, Camilo Duvall, Carlos Estevez, Harlan Garcia, Luis Garcia, Jimmy Garcia. Jimmy Garcia. The Jimmy Garcia. post about Jimmy Garcia. This is very the true. They posted, very they upset posted, about that. Yeah, yeah. Bougies, you posted Spencer Horowitz being They posted Damiano Parmigiani, for God's sake. And they didn't post Jimmy. They didn't post Jimmy Garcia. What the hell? Not happy. Very upset about that. Uh, Christian Javier, Jose Leclerc, uh, Rafael Montero, Hector Neris, Joel Piams, Gregory Soto, Cesar Valdez. Cesar. Noted, noted pitcher missing. Emmanuel Classe. Yeah. Pitchers, I understand. Pitchers, the pitching staffs are usually not great because, like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to blow up my arm in a nothing tournament. Yeah. This is why well, I said the timing sucks. It's not a nothing tournament, but it's more than a nothing. It's a, it's kind of a nothing tournament. You don't really. It's not. It's barely even a pride thing. Like guys don't really. Guys don't even play for their home country. Mm-mm. We have Freddie Freeman playing for Canada. Marcus Mark- Stroman's playing for Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Like um, okay. I need to show. I need to tell you, like Mexico, the position players on Mexico. Okay. If I told you these people were some of these guys were Mexican, I you'd be uh, Mexico. We have a John Alexander Aranda, so uh, Aranda from can, the can Rays. You do, can you do that again? What was his first name? Jonathan Alexander. Oh, Jonathan. Aranda. I heard a Jod. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Okay. Randy Rosarena. Okay. Austin Barnes. What? Jaron Duran. What? <laughs> Alejandro Kirk, obviously. Nice, our naturally. Joey Manessis. Right. Isak Paredes. Okay. That Rowdy Telez. Wow, uh. <laughs> Rowdy Telez, the boy, Rowdy's Alec Thomas, Alec, Tom- Alec Thomas, what? Alan Trejo, okay, Luis Arias, okay, Alex Verdugo, mm. and this Roberto Valenzuela. Mm. Yeah, we're and and also Taiwan Walker's pitching for Mexico. There's a there's a there's a player on Mexico named Alec Thomas. And Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes. Oh, I love the WBC. It's uh, so fun. It's so fun. You can have like a 16th yeah. heritage of the country, and you're like, yeah, you're in, man. Yeah. Congrats yeah. on your Mexican citizenship. Yeah, those them rosters, that roster drop is crazy. Like <laughs> speaking, speaking of rosters, Sportsnet. Oh my gosh. Drop their rosters for 2023 with the Blue Jays. I want to go back after, but yes. Hey, yes. So obviously the radio is going to get with the easy one. Ben Wagner killing it. Easy. Uh, I find it weird that they still haven't given him someone else to do this with. I know, but Ben's like, Ben's really good by himself. Like, yeah, he'd be also, better with someone also, else. Also, we don't want to pay anybody else. No, that's true. Like, yeah, we don't uh, need to spend more money. Well, we'll go with the, the clear, like what's staying the same. Then we go to Blue Jay Central, which is Jamie, Joe, and Caleb. Mm-hmm. As, which is obviously all great Good stuff. Yep. We get to the on the field, which I know everybody was really excited for. It is now Hazel May and Arden Zwelling. Mm-hmm. No notable person missing is a Rash Madani. Yeah. And it's just like I have right. no beef with the Rash Madani. I don't like really either. Nice it's just like people hate a Rash because of reasons. 
And the big one is in the booth for the games mm-hmm. because Pat Tabler is gone, yep. which is still kind of weird. Like, it'll be Dan Shulman, Buck Martinez, and ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. Give it up for Joe Siddle. Joe Siddle gets into the booth on a more permanent basis. I love it. I don't know. <laughs> I lo- what do you mean? <laughs> I, I what do you not like about Joe Siddle? Uh, it's not that he don't like him. It's just that I don't think he. I think he has a job. No, but you but don't I think he's. That. I think what, he's good at the job he does. He's he's amazing at Blue Jay Central. But like, yeah, I don't if think you've he heard in the booth. if you've heard Joe do color commentary with Dan, like mm. they did it for the entire like five game race series. Granted, wasn't a great series for the Blue Jays. No, they were really enjoyable to listen to. Like, so Joe, Joe's kind of a negative dude. Oh, Joe's a little bit. Little who isn't a negative dude in our booth? Other than yeah, but that. I don't want my color guy to be a negative dude. Oh, Buck. Oh, yeah. We we have Buck Martinez. Are you, really? Re, really? We're going with the we you don't know, want negative. That's why I'm saying <laughs> I do not advocate for Buck Martinez as our color guy. Yeah, I've made that very clear for that exact reason. I just I don't need a miserable dude. The fact that Pat Tabler's color spot. Pat Tabler's gone, and I'm actually sad. Like, yeah, I miss I'm, I'm gonna miss Tabby. I'm going to get over it pretty quick, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I... Arden's Welling, congratulations. That's a yeah, cool Arden's spot. Yeah, getting a more permanent spot there. Arden's Welling feels like he's been here forever. I know, because he has. It feels like he, it feels like so he this has. So this is well-deserved, I guess. Yeah. Um, cool. It's. I feel like the only other... Uh, if, you, if, if you didn't want to go with Arden or Arash, you would have to go with Shy. But, like... Mm-hmm. But, but Arden's, Arden's great. Like... Yeah. Or even Ben. Ben Nichols. You could do Ben Nichols Smith, like... Yeah. Um, Scratch that. When is Keegan Matheson going to get his? <laughs> he works for MLB, though, right? It sucks. MLB.com. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, um, back to the WBC a wee bit. I'm going to skip yes. around on our thing here. Uh, yep. There was a notable omission from both the Canadian and the Italian roster. Our closer, oh, Jordan Romano, right. Yeah, you're right. is Jordan not Romano. playing for either country. Yeah. Uh, initially, he said he wasn't going to play for Canada. He's going to play for Italy, and then he decided last week, week something, I think, like, whatever within it was, the week, within the week, he decided he doesn't want to play for Italy either. Uh, there yeah, was nothing the, else to that. They didn't say anything. I think okay. Just, the reason he, I know the re- the reason he didn't want to play for Canada and play for Italy was because they didn't, didn't respect lo- him. Well, the last WBC Italy, like Canada, didn't pick him, but Italy yeah. did, and he's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to honor that, and I'll play yeah. with you again. Yep. And then I think this one. Was more so just, oh, I gotta fly I, where? I gotta play in Taiwan to yeah. start this tournament. I'm True. super cool. Like, yeah, I'll just stay in Florida because pitchers are creatures of habit, and especially enclosers are crazier people than pitchers of habit. Like, and honestly, I'm not upset about it. I'm not either. Like, I I don't really care that I don't get to watch Romano pitch three games because they're not doing anything else in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, Italy. Italy's not the greatest team. No, they stink. He's gonna fly all the way out there, do the training there, come back, just stay at home, do your job. There's a long season, and he's a real important part of this bullpen. Yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I do. I I did want to talk about Canada's jerseys because I did slightly bring that up. Yeah. Why are they so bad? Yeah, I know we all shit on the uh the Blue Jays red ones. Can you just use those? Honestly, just use those, and I'll like. It's like. Everyone because talks about our jerseys being bad. Those are the bad. home. The home jerseys I like. The road ones are terrible. I don't even really like the home ones. Like they're just the so ones, boring and blocky and basic. And the Canada the thing ones, is like eh. the home ones I can deal with. 
because it's white. It's, it's gray, better. It's They're white better. with the red sleeves, but the gray and with the red sleeves is terrible. It's awful. Just go, just go full gray or full red. Don't do both. And like, like so, the thing is, it appears as though every team in the WBC has the same designed gray one because the U.S. has it and China has it. I think the Dominican yeah, has it. It's just our colors aren't great. Like, well, it's also our 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 crest socks. Like the USA has that cool like, like stripes thing. S, and they're like that looks sick. Like it's a wicked logo on your thing. Canada just says Canada in like college block writing. Yeah. It's like kind of a little little arced. I'm like it's so lame. Like we got there's so many things you could do with it, and like it's just it sucks. It's that's a bad jersey. We can do so much better because our hats are sick. I love the Canada I hat, am. man. With Team the Canada hat is sick. With like, the C, that's like the ball that's getting ball hit. And a ma- and the with leaf. the maple leaf in the back, it, I like it. People are kind of underrating it because, like, the, that John Boy tweeted out there, the the all the hats, and there's just no mention of Canada in there. Nobody, nope. nobody cares. I'm like, hey, it's a good hat. It's a great hat. I love that. One. Does anyone like the branding? Our branding, super cool. I like it. Our jerseys suck. Yeah, the WB. Yeah, like like I said earlier, I'm not really cheering for Canada because the WBC is the one like time where country doesn't really matter. You're still cheering for your favorite players. Yeah, and players on your team. Well, it's because our country sucks. I mean that that doesn't <laughs> help it either. Simple. Can't it cheer for a team that's but just like, not gonna win. I I'm gonna be a giant Puerto Rico fan when Jose Barrios pitches. I'm gonna be a right. giant like uh, Mexico a, fan. Mexico when Kirky's. I might be cares. Mexican based on their roster. <laughs> like. I mean, Jesus. hey, I might be Great Britain. I might be British. Sure. Like, because the amount of people that, like, well, I mean, a lot of people from, like, the, the islands, like, uh, Josh Chisholm could have played, like, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys. I Like, I could be I could be part of Great Britain. You never know, man. Like. Let's see. Yeah, I just saw, I'm just seeing all their other rosters now. That's just, oh. Yeah. Like, it's, the, the rosters for the WBC are kind of crazy. Like, Tommy Edwin's playing for Korea, I saw. <laughs> like, um. We got, I mean, Israel is still like Jock Peterson's playing for Israel. Lou Bob's playing for Cuba. Yeah, Lou Bob's. That's playing a, for Cuba. that's a so is Yoan. Cuba, not, yeah, this not is the, to this leave is... out your boy, but Yoan on yeah, also, yeah, this is the first time in WBC history that like they're allowing MLB players to play mm-hmm. for Cuba. Mm-hmm. That's like, pretty cool. and even then, it's they, they're only allowing MLB players that haven't spoken out against Cuba, yeah. uh, aka why we don't see the Gurriels and Jose Abreu on that team, yeah. Hey, like, it is what it is. Like, um, I was trying. Oh, there's the hats. Um, the I'm a big fan. The Netherlands hat, super cool. Netherlands like also always a dual dope roster because Xander Bogarts is playing for the Netherlands. Is he? Is Didi? Yeah, D. I think Xander's playing. Didi's playing. Sir uh, Didi. Ken Lee's playing. I believe. Okay. Like, is Ken Lee catching. That's I hope. <laughs> That's way better, bro. The one clip of Ken Lee gunning that dude out as a catcher is. Actually, beautiful. He threw, he threw a cutter, like behind the plate, and it was a perfect yeah. missile. Like, um, honestly, not the, a lot of these hats just don't miss. Like, they all just make sense for like they're good hats. Like the, the team. That, I don't like Chinese Taipei. I don't think theirs is great. Hmm. Uh, the Japan's. Just, it's like the most. It's Japan. Like it just it embodies what Japan is as a baseball team. You know what I mean? Kind of looks like them. Uh, the U.S. one is just like the most obnoxious one. It makes so much sense. It's just like, yeah, that's the American team. Puerto Stars Rico is just Puerto Rico just screams um, 
Yadier Molina at me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venezuela's just looks like it should be on the head of Miguel Cabrera's. Yep. Uh, Mexico, it looks like a building in Mexico almost. Like, you, you know what I mean? Uh, Korea's just makes sense. Netherlands is like, the crown is super cool. Cuba's is boring. Australia's is super different. <laughs> that makes sense for Australia. Yeah. Uh, but no, all of them make a lot of sense other than like, you know what? Great Britain's is kind of boring. So that makes perfect sense. Like, yeah. that's not a very exciting baseball country. I'm excited. China's fucking sick. China's probably got the one of the coolest hats on this list. Yeah, no one will be players. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> but a sick hat. Sick hat. Sick all right. hat. Uh, what else we have on the Blue Jays? Oh, yeah, right. We're talking about uh, spring training schedule. Uh, the well, we're tele- they're televising all 16 home games for the Blue Jays, so that's good as opposed Ooh. to last year where it was like five, mm-hmm. which sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Um, and you know what? Are we, are we, are we doing hot takes because we have the hot takes ready? There's one more thing we got to talk about. I know, I know, I know. I We're going to get there, but I'm just asking you, like, are we doing the hot takes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're finally we, we pushed it off for too long. A we month plus, we're doing hot takes. Um, but yeah. I still have to think of some. I only have, like, three. Okay, fair. Like, so, I've, I've kind of been sitting on How many these. do you have? <laughs> I, I can't lie. I've been sitting on these takes. Since, I have not been. I've been sitting on these takes for, like, a month, so I wrote I wrote them down. Like, I had, yeah, a, like, see, a I good wish I did time. That. I um, wish I did that. But yeah, we got to get to the final Blue Jay story. Um, so there was an auction going on for jerseys and memorabilia and such. There was a uh, there was a Kevin Biggio jersey that was on sale. There was a Thomas Hatch jersey when he gave up 10 runs. Mm-hmm. And there was a red godly jersey. Mm-hmm. Man, a, a man of God, Bradley Zimmer. Zim Zimmer. Zim Zimmer, the Canada Day game where he went 0 for 1. But the of the O for one was a Brett was Brett Phillips pitching and a Kevin Kiermeyer leaping catch at the wall. Stuck. And it went for a whopping seven hundred and seventy four Canadian dollars. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I follow this person on Instagram somehow. On my Dude. on my brand on my brand does account. And I'm you like, would. I literally I saw it before it blew up. And I'm like, I clicked the story and I'm like, what? <laughs> the fact that like that's you're a bold individual if you buy a Bradley Zimmer jersey for that much money. Seven hundred and seventy-four any jersey, man. It, like it's not on like you know, like like me and I'm I'm the biggest oh. I'm saying this right now and I'm taking it. I'm the biggest Kevin Biggio fan in Blue Jays. I'm not spending that. Blue Jays Kevin Biggio. I'm not spending seven hundred dollars on a used Kevin Biggio jersey. No. You got me fucked up. No. If I'm spending seven hundred and seventy-five dollars, I want Danny Jansen to hand me his jersey. Fact for seven hundred seventy-five dollars, I want to be able to go to the game like three hours early when they're mm-hmm. in batting and just stand in stand the dugout. in batting practice. And let him hand me the jersey himself. Yeah, and just have a conversation for seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's that, not even a word. It's already lost value. It's it's not going. You could not resell that thing to make your money back. No, not ever. Even close. There's never Probably. going to be a time when you can resell. Could that. you get half value back? Even? No, no. Like, I think if you're lucky, you're getting two hundred and fifty dollars for that jersey. Like, and that's from a meme. Like, I loved like, Bradley Zimmer, but that's just so dumb. Bradley Zimmer is not worth seven hundred seventy-five dollars of my money. If you had like, that kind of money, I hate you so much. 
yeah, that you're like, I have $775 to spend. I'm going to do it on a Bradley Zimmer jersey. Like, like who's just sitting on that? I say as a person currently sitting on $2,000 into my account, but you know what? We move. I am not. But like, like, you're not putting that towards a jersey. No! That's not money you're like, yeah, let's just buy jerseys with all the money I have. It's like, so dumb, man. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. So is that the last like topic, I think topic that's before it. we finally get into our hot takes? Our hot takes that were supposed to happen a month and a half ago. A month Ooh. and a half ago, but blame Chris Shout Brad. out to the Blue Days for always Same, giving us something. Blame Brandon Belt and Chris Bassett and all that happening. Because right, that we were supposed to, we were supposed to do the hot takes, when, and then Chris Bassett signed, and we're like, I can't do it now because we have too much stuff to talk about. Um, so I gotta yeah. pull mine up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Brand, I, do you have like okay? So you have just Blue Jays. Hot currently, takes, I have three Blue Jays ones, and I could definitely come up with baseball ones on the spot. But okay, I I, I, have, I have three Jays ones. One and I two, could probably three, I'll probably come up with more the more we. See I have seven Blue Jays hot takes and one, oh. two, three, four, five. I have six MLB hot takes. In I'm I'm I wrote them or tried to anyway in order of increasingly hot, like more and okay. more hot. Okay. So do you want to start with your um maybe you start because you okay. have more than I do. So my <laughs> so least my least we'll, we'll go my, back and forth, but yes, my most lukewarm take is I believe Dalton Varsho will once again have a higher war than Teoscar Hernandez and Lourdes Correal Jr. combined. I don't know if that's oh combined. Combined. Because um, both, they they had like a two point eight war combined last year. Dalton Varsho had a five. Like Okay. I don't think Tay Oscar is going to be as bad as he was last year. That was hurt. defensively that Tay was like, yeah, lost the war. Is he playing in the outfield in Seattle? I think so. Right? No, he is. Yeah, hmm. I don't hate it. Um, okay, I don't think that's white hot. No, 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 no. It's it's a lukewarm. I I called it. Like, yeah. all right. Um, I I like it. Uh, now, I just want to say two of mine are based around Bovichet. Fair enough. I do have a Boba Shot one too as well. I have two. Um, I don't know which one is more hot. Okay, we'll just say. Do I start with a bow one? They're both pretty hot. Speak your truth. Speak the bow. Do I start a bow one or do I go with my other one right now? No, you speak. Do the bow. You got to do the bow first. You've talked about it too much. Okay. I think Boba Shot's going to be a 2023 Gold Glove finalist. Okay, that's not right. (laughs) Okay, Mm -hmm. all right. That's a I have I have reasoning. That's a take. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Um obviously the shift's gone. Right? That's a that's a that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to play a different style of defense. Um Bobachet was really bad at coming in on balls. Mm-hmm. That was like where he struggled the most. Mm-hmm. Um he's not gonna have to do that as much because you're playing on the dirt, you're playing closer, you you don't you're not coming in on balls as much as you used to. Uh so that's taking that away which is where a lot of his errors came from. Um, he's also one of the most athletic shortstops there is. So he's going to have to move side to side, and I think he's really good at that. Uh, I don't think he'll be, like, analytically the best shortstop in the sport, but I think with what Bo can do side to side and his ability to, like, flash the leather and move and be athletic, I think he's going to do enough to put him in the three finalists for the gold. Okay. That's it sounds hot, but like it's, it's entirely plausible. I don't think he's like I'm not saying he's gonna be a significantly better defender and like 
just have otherworldly analytics, but he's going to do enough so that gold glove voters, which is the only people that actually matter for this stupid award that doesn't actually prove defensive ability. I think they're going to see him make that step forward because of the athleticism that he has. And I think he's going to get himself in that top three. I don't think he okay. wins it, but I think he puts um, himself in that top three. I'm I'm going to throw two out. I'm going to throw two out just because they're not as hot as I, I actually thought they were at first. Okay. Uh, I say Danny Jansen starts more games at catcher than Alejandro Kirk. Is. I was going to say the same one. <laughs> like, I don't have I it think, on the list, but I, I think Danny starts more games than Alejandro Kirk at, at catcher. Not because Alejandro Kirk is bad, just because I think he's going to DH more. Like, and I also I have agree. George. I also have George Springer will play 140 plus games in 2023. That might be the hottest one. <laughs> I have. I have. He plays 100. Dude. Oh, I at like center or just in general? In general. Just in general. Or at right. General, he's not I'm, a center fielder. Just in general, uh, I just like to point out I have what I deem what I have four takes that are hotter than that, as I what I deem. Okay, so, so okay, so, all right. Um, what's, what's I thought of one, one that's off my list. Okay, uh, I think you see uh, Dalton Varsho take over in center field by midseason. Oh, I didn't think about that actually, but that mm. makes sense. Like, I don't know if it's hot. It's He's going to play like, a good bit of games in center. Field, I, th- right? I think he takes over as a starting center. He definitely plays more than George in center, I think. I don't think, I, like, I love Kiermaier. I think he's going to be great. And I think he'd be an elite corner outfielder. But I just don't know if he's still got it to be this, the, like the starting this, center fielder. Yeah, okay. You can prove me wrong instantly. Yeah, uh, I, I won't I won't feel bad about it. But um, I, I think that's possible. Yeah, all right. My my next hot take is Bo Bichette related. Yeah. Uh, I believe Bo Bichette will have a 35 home run, 20 stolen base season. Okay. That ties or that ties kind of into what my third one would be. But if do you have anything else to say on it, or you? No, I mean like Bo is Bo is someone that's never relied on the shift. The power, obviously, we saw it in September, and, and it's the reason Brent gave him, I think, an A for his mm-hmm. fucking report card grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Bo gets hot, he is one of the hottest hitters in baseball, and it's not even funny. He just needs to nope. get back. He's if he can. The more, the thing that I'm worried about more is the stolen base numbers because he his base running ability fell off a cliff last year. Like, it wasn't great. Like, he got caught, like, more times than I could count last year stealing bases, which is why his war was only, like, a 3.2 as opposed to a 6 in 2021. Yeah. So, but, yeah, if he gets that back, I think he could easily have a 35-20 season. So. I agree with you because my next one was I think Bobachet's going to lead this team in war. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. You just I basing it off of what he was in August and September and what he has the ability to do. And based on the fact that I think his defense is going to improve this season, I can absolutely see him taking over this team and being arguably the best hitter on it. Mm. Uh, I, it's going to be tough because I, I expect Vlad to bounce back, obviously. Varsho will have a pretty high war. Varsho gets the, the defense. So Chappie, Chappie will just have three war just because he just starts with three based off defense. Um, like, so obviously it's a battle. But I think with the way he hit last year at the end of it, and I think he kind of figured something out a little bit, I think he brings that into this season. And if he does 75% of that for the entire season, you're looking at an MVP candidate realistically. Yeah. Yeah. So because he's, he's finished top 15 in MVP voting back to back seasons. Like, mm-hmm. so if he can just keep a little bit more consistency for the whole season, as opposed to just that last little stretch where he was the best hitter in baseball. Uh, then it's. I don't think that's even that hot of a take. Mm-hmm. All right, now the final three takes that I have <clears throat> I might get left. I these are these are what I've deemed get left out of a room for. 
We'll start with my first one. Okay. And that is noted pitcher that Brant hates. Trevor Richards will have an ERA under four. I have Trevor Richards getting DFA'd. Okay, my reasoning behind this is Trevor Richards was one of the worst like uh a walk rate people in the MLB last year. Uh-huh. He also had one of the highest chase percentages in the MLB last year, which kind of go hand in hand. And Trevor Richards kind of also got a little screwed by the shift. That's why his FIP was about his ER his FIP was about a full a point and a half lower than his ERA. Okay. So N plus he is now what our sixth guy in the bullpen, mm-hmm. as opposed to our fourth. Our third? See, now my point is he's arguably our eighth or ninth, but. I mean, as <laughs> like... if the season starts, again, I, I, dude, again, which makes my, my point even further. Like, mm-hmm. like he's not going to be asked to do a lot. Like, he's going to be. Well, I, I don't think he's going to be asked to do anything. I mean, I think he's going to mean... be asked to go home. <laughs> Sorry. That was, oh, man, that was great. Oh, man. Here's, Tre- so. Trevor Richard getting DFA'd and. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Jordan, you have Swanson, you have Jimmy, you have Jimmy, Bass, you have Simber, Bass, Mesa, Mesa, and is this where you're slotting in? I think Richards. I, as far as ability, I think, as far as ability, or like who makes the team just because of options and stuff. Both. I think I would okay. Purely based on ability, I put Pop ahead of Richards, right. but because Pop has options, I let's do it. straight ability then. Straight ability, okay. Pop. Pop. Are we counting Yusei Kikuchi? I would put Kikuchi in the in the pen okay. above. Okay, and I think then Mitch White might get that fifth starting spot. By the way, and then oh, that's awesome. I don't know if that's a hot take. It's a little bit. Of a hot <laughs> I don't take. know if I should include that, but it's a little bit of a hot take. And then <laughs> if we're going even further, Nate Pearson, Yosemite Zulueta. Yes. Yes. No, keep going. Um, uh, Adrian Hernandez, Chad Green, uh, Chad Green, Julian Mm. Fernandez. When Chad Green has to find a spot in this bullpen in July and August, what the fuck are you going to do with Trevor Richards? Hey, this is a very good point. This is a very good thing here. We could both be right. You You know what? Okay. Okay. Because three nine is not like elite. You could three nine is not elite, but it's not bad. Like no. Okay. Service will back up the all right. Do you have I guess any more you're right. Blue Jays uh, I have ones? one more written down, and things just keep running into my head every time you speak. So, okay, <laughs> obviously, I think Mitch White's taking the five spot in the rotation. That wasn't I, on my list. I is is Mitch White, Mitch White is like in the span of like two months, mainly because of the whole Margaret Robbie thing. He is people have turned around on him a very lot, like a lot. Oh, I still don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he takes the five spot in the rotation. I think I think you know what I think he does too, mainly because we've seen what Kikuchi can do out of the pen. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we've also seen what Mitch White can do out of the pen because Mitch White did come out of the yeah. pen for the Dodgers. I think um, Kikuchi can be a one inning guy. I don't think Mitch White has the stuff to be a one inning guy. He's a swing guy. Yeah. Okay. Um and I said the final three ones that I've I, I said I had before the, mm-hmm. the Trevor Richard one and my next two, I said they're laughing out of the room. Mm-hmm. These two are just please, dear God, happen, and I will be vindicated beyond belief. 
So I said, the main man himself, the dog of all dogs, our boy, flight deck boy Kevin Biggio will have an over 800 OPS. Oh, you realize that means he has the slug like. <laughs> Here's the slug at least 600. No, <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, on base, oh, slugging not six 500. You're telling me the Kevin Biggio can't slug 420? If it's if it's if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's at, on base is like 375, you're telling me Kevin Biggio's slugging can't be a 425. Has he ever had an OBP of 375? Yeah, I feel like he has. I'm <laughs> not talking out of my ass here. I just like. I love Kevin, and he, I, he's a really good at working counts, but his average is so low that his OBP is just like it's his never... career OBP. Okay, for his career OBP is three forty six. Yeah, his career okay, slugging is a three. His career slugging is a three ninety four. He's, he's had an OBP of three seventy five once. Shut up, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Hey, man, you want him to have? Would you say four fifty? You want his slugging to be? I said his slugging could be at least four twenty. He's done it twice. He hasn't done it in four years, three years. Shut up, Brant. That's hot. You know what? That's a hot. Hey, I I hope you're right. Don't get me wrong. I well, one again. Eight hundred is tough. One only going to play against lefties or righty righty pitchers. Two shift is gone. Right. Okay. You know what? Like you're buying me back in. I'm I'm with three. Cavs got the dog in them. You know what? Nine hundred. You're right. (laughs) Four. The most vanilla looking dude on the team, but it's still swagged out. <laughs> a thousand. <laughs> He's gonna lead the league in OPS. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be crazy when his on base. Hey, is like I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. This is one of the more lukewarm Kevin Biggio hot takes I almost ripped down. <laughs> I had Kevin Biggio All Stars written down. Like I had Kevin Biggio All Star written down for a second, and then I had to reel myself back in from insanity. One I might take a little more seriously if he can stay healthy. Danny Jansen could be an All Star. Oh yeah, like that's very yeah. I, I think don't think it's hot enough to put as a hot no, take. So I'm like, no. I just wanted to talk. About um, that. yeah. I have one more. Okay, I also have one more. So. Um, Nate Pearson's going to be this team setup man by May. By May? By May. Holy shit! Because if he's healthy enough to be a reliever through all of spring training and all of April, that guy pumps. May is May is a bold take. I'd say he's like, got set up stuff, and he's I'd like, say like June, July, May is like a May. Okay, all right, we gotta kind of remember these. If you're pumping, I have mine written down. So okay, I do too. I can send. Them. If you're pumping, I'm gonna put a graphic out on this. It's way more. Oh yeah, you gotta, um, put, the, you gotta put the video clip out of uh, Trevor Richards just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have two guys pumping 98, 99, 100 sometimes at the eighth and ninth ball game yeah ball like, game especially with both of their secondary stuff like yeah, and, swanson can be your seventh inning man and jimmy's now designated as a sixth inning guy and nate nate's 100 isn't julian Berryweather's 100 no it's got like so much bite to it like, and, and nate's slider and curveball are both filthy like everyone everyone wants to count out nate pearson because he's always been hurt and i understand i think that. the thing about nate is you can't what you get out of him, you, you like, get, is a plus. It is an absolute at, bonus at this. But point. he's never been a reliever for this team. They always keep trying to do this stupid thing where they, they make him start. If you commit to him being yeah. a reliever, you can control his. I injuries. think they didn't r- truly commit to him being a reliever until midway of last year. Yes. So now you're committed to him being that. He's over that stupid bout of mono. You hope he's past that. Was it, it was sports hernia? It was Her- sports hernia. hernia. It was like, a sports hernia that like they 
dumb like, injuries was, that really aren't that big a deal. It was a consistent, the sports or anything was consistent for him. And now that's gone. Yes. Like if he comes in, he still has the potential to be the best reliever on this staff. Yeah. We got to stop pretending that he's not. I understand that the potential for injury is super high, but he also has the potential to be the best reliever on the staff. Mm -hmm. He'll be the setup man by me. Okay. If he's healthy and pitching, he'll be the setup man by me. Okay. All right. So yeah, my final take is again, like the Kevin Biggio one, I will feel vindication. And, and I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to say this. Uh, the Blue Jays will have a top 10 finisher in Cy Young, but it's not Kevin Gosman and it's not Jose, it's not Alec Manoa. Brios? It's Jose it's Chris Brios. Bassett. Oh, <laughs> I thought about Chris Bassett. No, I'm going to say Jose Barrios. Which way? <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to say Jose Barrios. One, he's just going to start. He's not going to be as bad as he was last year. It's not. No, that's not right. a hot take, that part. Um, because I agree with you there. Uh, Two, I think he's gonna realize that he has the Julian Merriweather fastball. Right. Don't throw it. Like just, just cut it out. Yeah. Also, something that uh that was pointed out in videos that I've seen, he stopped pitching inside last okay. season. He stopped pitching inside. Like one of the biggest things that he did in Minnesota was use his Sink. sinker. Yeah. Was sinker his sinker and his four seamer inside to lefties he just stopped doing that in toronto you can't and, like, eliminate an entire quadrant yeah like he pitched, the plate, I guess. like the only time he ever went inside was like his his curveball like yeah. on lefties like you can't do that like if you, I'd, I'd you rather see it. as a left-handed hitter myself if you throw me a curveball i'd rather be inside than outside yeah because i'm committed like, to swing anyway <laughs> inside curveball or like and and then if you and then with lefties you can be like oh if, if it's outside it's a fastball yeah, like, no, like uh... if you get Jose Barrios back to fastball and sinker inside the lefties, curveball dashing in like lo- like dirt the curveball against lefties against righties, he's his sinker and his curveball play perfectly fine. Like, yeah, your take is ridiculously hot. I'm not gonna. It's I'm not gonna try hot. and say it's not, but I I like, am with you because there's a couple things going in his favor. A, he's had a whole off season to look at what went wrong last year and figure out how to get back to the dominant force that I bet on to be a Cy Young winner last year. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff is there. It's always been yes. there. He has the nastiest slur I've ever seen. Yeah. I also, um, like, so there's I that. Also, yeah. I also think him going to the WBC with Puerto Rico is going to do a lot for him. That was, that was my next thing. Like, you get the WBC, you get a little bit more, or you get around those guys and, Maybe you, pick the reins get, a bit. You get the competitive juices flowing already. Yeah, you're just gonna go into the season. You're coming like, in hot. Yeah, you're coming in hot. As opposed so to there's that training where it's just like, yeah, yeah, Andrew. Um, like, he's got no pressure this year. He's the, he's arguably the four. Literally, the only thing that he has is like people are just like, don't be last year, Jose. Yeah. So like, that's it. Like you're coming in. All you got to just relax. Do your job. Super simple. You're not you're out. not counted on in this rotation. He's not the opening day starter. He's not the even this number two. He's maybe the four. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think so he starts. Pressure's third, gone. So I think he possible. starts the third game though over Chris Bassett. But like maybe he's, yeah. Like um, now the final thing going for him. He's blonde. He's a blonde boy now. Blondes have more fun. <laughs> um, I think that's Wait. the biggest thing going for him. So yeah. You know blonde, what? I think Cy Young. Call I him think, Frank Ocean. Here's the thing. I think if he plays well at WBC, he's keeping the blonde hair. Oh, for sure. I if he does it, if he doesn't play well in the WBC, the blonde hair's gone. Oh, absolutely. So, I think you're right. 
if you want boy band Barrios, let's which, go Puerto Rico. Let's go Puerto Rico. We yeah. we want boy band Barrios to stick around. Yeah, like Barrios so, yeah. is back. All right. Yes. Yeah, I have. I like I have, it. Do you have MLB hot takes or just like I had some that I thought of yesterday. Um, I have. I can't two, remember. Three, four, I have six MLB hot takes. Oh, I have one for sure that okay. I am so certain of. All right. The Mets, Padres, and Dodgers. One of them's getting eliminated in the first round. That's not a that's that's a guaranteed. None of them are winning the World Series. None of them are winning the World Series. All right, <laughs> absolute guarantee. I also tried to do more increasingly hot. First one, Astros go to another ALCS. It's not really hot at this point. It's just like. They're as good as that's just a that's just a take. Um, (laughs) it's just a yeah, it's just a take at this point. Uh, so tired of it. My second hot take is one that I've been saying for months on this show. Can I Uh, can I take your hot take and flip it on the other end? I don't think the Astros make the ALCS this year. You think they get eliminated in the first round? I think this is the year. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. The AL is a little stronger. Um. Yeah. I mean, AL is a little stronger. Fair. Um, I have my second one is I've been saying for months the Orioles will finish last in the AL East. Yeah, that's no longer even a hot take. We just know what's coming. <laughs> we just know what's coming because the one thing that Boston had a problem with last year, they were, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think they were historically bad against the AL East, not just the Blue Jays. Okay. Like, and they, but the outside of the AL East, they played really well and they're getting more games outside the AL East, like, which should help them a lot. All right. And then. Uh, third hot take: Gabriel Moreno wins NL Rookie of the Year. I'm trying to think of other rookies. There's Corbin Carroll, Francisco Alvarez. Um, Corbin Carroll. Oh no, Cruz doesn't count. Um, no. Shoot, there's other pitchers that I can probably guess, but like, nah, I think Gabe. I think Gabe can do it. I think Gabe... O'Neill Cruz gets sent down this year. Again, he gets sent mm-hmm. down again. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Does. I don't think he's got it yet. Yeah, I think he's just. Yeah. Also, I don't think uh, I'll put these ones in a, in a graphic because no, I no, no, I don't have it. I don't I think, think these really are just spitballing. Yeah, it's the Rays missed the playoffs. Who makes it? Because you said the you said the the AL got better. Yeah, I I think um, this is and this is also going into one of my other hot takes. I think you think the White Sox uh, win the division. There's there's how many teams in make the playoffs? Six. Seven? Five, isn't it? Three division winners, two wild cards. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there's no, three no, no, wild no, no. cards. Team. Three wild three cards. Wild card. Three wild cards and three like divisions. Um, so I think uh Blue Jays Yankees make it out of the East. Okay. I I have the Mariners. The division? I do I think the Yankees by like by like three games. I think by like two or three games. It's not close. I think in the AL, I think in the AL West, yeah, I have the, I have the Mariners and the Astros. Ah, the Rangers were close. The Rangers are going to finish third. I was looking at the Angels. And in the AL Central, I have the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. I have two teams making it from East Division. Okay. Like, I don't. <laughs> I also have. The White we Sox. can do. I also have you know the White Sox winning the division. Fuck you, I think Brent. next week... I said that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Like, I think next week we do our our season preview. Uh-huh. So we won't get too into this stuff now. Yeah. 
I just wanted to see who you had over the Tampa Bay Rays. And this basically, is... you have the Guardians and White Sox over the Tampa Bay Rays. I have more so the White Sox in the – I have more so the White Sox over the Rays. Okay. Yeah, that's and the, the Guardians. That's the Rays. only change from last year, right? Yeah, the only difference – yeah, the only difference actually – hold on. Yeah, the only difference would be the White Sox and the, the Rays. Okay. I think this is finally the year for the race. I've been saying we've been, everybody says this every year, but I think this is finally the year. It's never the year for the race. It's it's gonna be the year. I hope they I, are I, what they are. I need it to be the year. The Bears are what they thought we were. They were, and we yeah. let them off the hook. All right, and my hottest of hot takes: uh, the Chicago Cubs will have an all-star center fielder, and his name is Cody Bellinger. Okay, sure. Cody sure. Again, uh, yeah. I, you I know what's a fun one? Just to appease to all my friends in Yankees Nation. I think Aaron Judge is going to beat his own record. Shut your fucking poor, shut your poor mouth. I think he has the ability to do it. I think if he find, finds a way to stay healthy again, I think he can do it. I think uh, my Yankees hot take is, uh, is Giancarlo Stanton is a below 100 OPS plus. What was he this year? It wasn't good, right? It was only a... I mean, I know in the second half of the season, plus. in the second half of the season, he batted like 151 and had a 42 yeah. percent strikeout rate. He was terrible in the playoffs too, wasn't he? Or was he really good in the playoffs? He was okay. Like okay. he was one thing I, in the playoffs, and then he was think, really bad for a bit. Yeah, I don't know. my hot take is Giancarlo Stanton is a below 100 OPS plus. Okay, I think I think Aaron Judge can do it again. Ah, you're smoking, Aaron. I don't know, man. I, 62. Like, he that power's no joke. 62 is a lot of homers, but like he's a really good hitter. The only thing is there's no protection. So, like, it's a little tougher. Maybe the rookies come up and they start hitting the shit of the ball. But I I just don't think that team's very good. But I think oh. I think he's got the power to do it. I don't know. All right. Well, I don't know. I really like Aaron Judge. I had I, what was my, I had a couple. Like, I just can't remember what they were. Mm. Um, well, small bit of Toronto breaking news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toronto's Pascal Siakam is one of the three players expected to replace uh, All-Stars. The all-star game. Oh, we so talked about this last time. Spicy P is an all-star. Nice. Because of the entire craziness that was the NBA trade deadline. Bro, what the Raptors did is just strange. Yeah. It's I, a... don't, I don't get that. Yeah, we can. Um, a... Also, it took me 16 hours to learn that KD got traded to the Sun. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. I was awake when that first <laughs> happened. I was literally at work the next day and I'm going through and I'm like, what? You got traded <laughs> at 2 a.m. and uh, you got traded no at 2 a.m. on yeah, no like. Clue. Thursday morning. No clue. Yeah. All right, I so miss everything right. nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I, I swear I had some MLB hot takes. You had to have. Um, I think Bryce Harper's going to win the MVP, but I don't think that's a hot take. That's not a hot take. Also, he's starting the season on the IL. Yep. So, so maybe that's what makes it a hot take, but I think, take? He's, I think he still wins it. Um, um, I had an AL one, but I forget. I, I, I literally like... just thought of it, too, and I forget it. What is that? Squirrel. I think my NL MVP pick is uh, Juan Soto. Okay. Well, we can do those next week, right? Yeah, we also could do this. I think my uh, AL MVP will be, this is not a hot take, Julio Rodriguez. I think Julio. It's a little hot. There's some good players in the the main. You can hear hear a sizzle. It's sizzling a little bit, I guess. Uh, All right, is that it? All we got. So are we jump into like our quick three things I think around so. the world. Something's gonna pop into my head down the road, and I'm be like, ah, right yeah, in the middle of your sentence. I'm gonna go, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
Oh, uh, boy. Okay. Uh, so where do we start? Damn, Ken Thomas. Let's start with the MLB The Show. Mm-hmm. MLB The Show is doing in doing this, good things. In this year's game is probably, I'm going to sound a little bit hyperbolic here, but it's probably one of the best things to put in a video game ever. Like, because they have added the addition of what they're calling a mode called Storylines. And it's centered around the Negro Leagues. So it'll tell stories of eight. Just in this one specifically, it'll tell eight players stories. Okay. Uh, one of the eight being Jackie Robinson. Okay. So it will be essentially, you go through like the history, like moments in their Negro League, Negro League baseball career. Uh, it'll be like the storylines will be narrated by the president of the Negro League Baseball Museum, Bob Kendrick. Like it's, it's just awesome. Like, because we get, and yeah. they're also like, doing the in timely like timely jerseys and stuff like that their jerseys look baggy they're like it's it looks like the old school stuff it looks like the old school stuff so the eight players will be jackie robinson who's not mm-hmm. like uh buck o'neill hilton smith hank thomas john donaldson martin dehigo rube foster and satchel page there is like no savage yeah, satchel pitch. The um, one big omission that a lot of people were thinking we're talking about was Josh Gibson. Mm-hmm. Josh Gibson, who is arguably who's considered one of the like the best player to never play in Major League Baseball. This catcher. Like Yeah, but like it's this isn't the this isn't the last they're gonna do it. It's apparently like a five year deal. So they're gonna do okay. five years of this stuff at least. So I have the... questions for you since you seem to know a hell of a lot more about what they're doing here than I do. Yes. yes. Um, are they also implementing these players into the game? Yes, they are going to be in Diamond Dynasty as far okay. as I'm aware. So you can that get was these my cards question. in Diamond Dynasty. Um, yeah, it's it's just great. Like I do I don't know if they're putting like the jerseys in. I know we're getting right. we're getting six new stadiums. Negro okay. like Negro League era stadiums. Oh, cool. Uh, that I cannot tell you the names of off the top of my head. I am uh, I apologize for that. But it's just cool. Like yeah. I I oh, we, I'm get with to, we get to learn about the Negro mm. Leagues more. Like mm-hmm. because like for example, Rube Foster, people have dubbed him the father of black baseball because he is a man that he started the Negro Leagues. He's the man that oh, like, sure. came up with the idea for the Negro Leagues and started it. He was a player, a manager, and an owner. Oh shit! Like, and he was really good. Yeah. Like, hmm. see, when I first, so I first read this on our sheet, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I heard them talking about it on Baseball's Dead, and basically they just said they're like, oh, they're including Negro League players. I thought it was gonna be like they just took a bunch of random teams and put them in it, but this is kind of no, way cooler than that. They're adding like moments, you know, like moments in the game yeah. already. Yeah. They're doing that, but they're expanding on them. Huh. Like they're they're telling the story. Like Bob Kendrick would be like narrating. Like they, they've already put out a one video on like Jackie Robinson. It's basically like the intro. It's like, yeah, you, we all know Jackie played for Brooklyn, but he his baseball career started in 1945 in Kansas City. Right. And then Bob also brings up that one of the biggest questions he gets asked is, was Jackie Robinson the best player to ever play in the Negro Leagues? And Bob says no. Yeah. But what Bob does say is Jackie Robinson was the right man to be the first to break the color barrier mm-hmm. because he basically had everything that like not everything that you needed necessarily but he was in the military he was he was at discipline he was he was he's a stable family man he was married yeah like he was intelligent like he and obviously he was one of the best players and to ever play the game so yeah. he was he, he was the right man for the to do it he had everything he had everything that he needed to do to do it and 
like it's the fact that if Jackie failed, the the entire black like populace would have failed if yeah. he failed. Like, yeah. And, yeah, you had to have the right guy, or else this would not have gone well for the rest of baseball. And Jackie, like the whole thing, Jackie failed. Like baseball is a sport of failure, mm-hmm. and Jackie was in a position where he couldn't fail in a game of failure. And fucking succeeded. Yeah. Like he did it. Yeah. Like, and we also need to bring up Jackie Robinson. They're gonna they also talk about this. Jackie Robinson is not the only player that was brought in to MLB, but he was the most well known. Mm-hmm. Like another one was he wasn't uh, even the another, first, was he? No, well, that's what, like another one that was uh Hank Hank Thompson, one of the guys mm-hmm. that they're gonna talk about. Hank Thompson was also in the major leagues, which wasn't as like mass talked about as Jackie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is just I'm rambling a little bit, but this is just really okay. fucking awesome. Yeah, like, super cool. It's a great addition. Um, it's MLB has the best game of any sports game. Like, it's not mm-hmm. It's just also, they do things way better than every other game. I also this might sound very like ass backwards when I say this. It mm-hmm. now makes sense why Jazz is on the cover. A little yeah. more. Yeah. Because you want if you wanted to do like the Negro Leagues mode to start it off, what better than to have one of the best and brightest young black stars in baseball on the cover. I would argue he might be your biggest black player right now. I mean, there's him, there's McCutcheon, there's Michael Brantley, Marcus Simeon. Like, it's, I think Jazz is a bigger name and probably at this point of their careers better than the rest of them. Maybe not Simeon. Maybe not. He's not better than Simeon, but like he's, Bigger so Marcus, name, Marcus way Simeon more marketable. Way more marketable. Marcus Simeon is. We love you, Marcus, but you're no, white. He's kind of a boring dude. <laughs> you're a very black kind he, of guy. He's a vanilla guy. But yeah, like, um, I think. Well, honestly, I think maybe as far as marketability would be Tim Anderson is also up there. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Like, yeah, TA yeah, is fun. But like, yeah, Jazz is probably like the best op, like one of the, mm. the best option you had to promote. Like, a young Jazz has player. that flair, man. Like, he, he has just, that flair. The hair, like, the style. Guy. Just everything that you needed and it's it it's great that they're basically telling it's like past of black baseball jazz is the mm. present of black baseball yeah. and they're trying to cool. teach the future generations of baseball like it's just awesome it is it makes it more of a perfect cover now with that i think yeah like you're right because i'm not gonna say it would feel weird being like oh here's julio rodriguez on the cover and the negro leagues like, here's mike trout the whitest of white dudes you can here's have. mike trout and the negro leagues and the negro leagues like, <laughs> Like yeah, no, but yeah, it it, it's it's kind of it's awesome. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I didn't I didn't think of that when when I heard about it, but it's but a good yeah. point. Yeah, I also tried to figure out. I I need to go to the Negro League Museum one day. Like that's kind it's of like a it's in Kansas book. City, right? It's in Kansas City. Problem is, I don't have a reason to go to Kansas City other than very like, true. Go see like, the teams that are there, but yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to see a Blue Jays Royals game. No, in the middle of Kansas City. No. Um. All right. Uh. We can Chiefs game on. would be cool. Chiefs game would be great. Um, I was supposed to go for the NFL draft, but that kind of fell through. Uh, but okay, so uh, two last things. You Darvish gets an extent a six year extension with the Padres. He's keep in mind he's already thirty six. Yeah, why? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Uh, Glad six, we both know yeah. the answer to that one. Six years, one hundred and thirty, one hundred eight million. Uh, the deal will expire so when much. he's forty two. I thought he already was 42. That man just seems like an old guy. Yeah, you Darvish has been in the league forever. Like, yeah, it, it forever, but not very long at the same time. 
Like, like it he, feels like yesterday that he was posted and everyone was going nuts over you, Darvish. Like even the mm-hmm. Jays were in on that. And I'm like, wow. And then he went to Texas, but it also feels like it was like he's decades ago league. that he played for Texas. He's been in the league for 10 years. He, he came in in 2012 with Texas. It feels like way longer, but yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> Is that Lakers. possible? Yeah, he's played for Texas, the Dodgers, Chicago, the Cubs, and the uh, Padres. I do not remember him on the Dodgers in the slightest. Because it was half a season. So Okay. In 2017. You know, one of the Dodgers' many attempts to win a World Series. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So you, Darvish, gets that. Um, And last, but certainly not least, as far as Steve Cohen... Stevie Moneybags just oh, dropping dropping his third leg on the table and said like basically just called out all the owners like in in an interview with uh like in Rockwell ESPN it's, it's Steve Cohen basically like says I've heard what everybody else has to say about me they're not happy and <laughs> no he's shit, like Stevie. he's like I kind of look at it like you're looking at the wrong person they're putting it on me maybe they need to take more look at themselves which. Like Stevie is kind of right. He's a hundred percent right. He's a hundred percent right. But it's just you're like, all billionaires. Yeah, you you probably Steve Steve Cohen Grant. He's the most like rich billionaire in baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, for sure. He's got but like you way could, more money. More owners could be doing what he's doing. If you don't like it, sell the team that someone to someone that will. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. There's a lot of really rich people in this world. A lot of people that can afford team. to do what Stevie Cohen does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the A's. <laughs> There's the no A's. reason for the A's owner to still own the A's owner is one of the most rich in baseball. I'm kind of tired of the owners that just want to make money off of teams like this. I think Why? what Steve Cohen is doing is unbelievable for baseball. Guys that actually want to put good baseball on the field. Which is why I'm also very happy that the year that Steve Cohen decides to drop a five hundred million on a payroll, the Blue Jays mm-hmm. are like this is probably the most expensive payroll they've ever yeah. had. They're, they're starting like, to do it too. Rogers kind of like, like yeah, good baseball. They're like fun. 240, 250 million right now, I think, with the Blue Jays. Like the thing with the Jays is like the Jays have to put a good product on the field or else people don't show up. It's 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 been shown before. Like there's times when that building is 2019, empty when we were back. 20, 2018 and 2019 happened. Like yeah. Like they have to be good. The thing with the Mets, and I really respect Steve Cohen for this, Mets could be shit and they still sell out. They're just one of those teams. That you, they're they're so prestigious that like they're the Mets. You're gonna go watch the Mets play baseball. But he doesn't give a shit. He still spends the money, which is super cool. Really respect that. There's a lot of teams that don't. Like the Red Sox right now, the Red Sox don't spend the money that they used to because they don't have to. The Red Sox are gonna make a ton of money selling out games every single season, whether they're bad, whether they're good, whether they have the star power or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they don't. They're not spending it anymore. They used to. There was a time where the Red Sox were just like, "Yeah, here's all our money. Go ahead." Mm-hmm. But they don't anymore. Yeah, even the Yankees to an extent aren't doing that anymore. Yeah, they the Yankees like reset the luxury. Ta- Sorry, I'm looking at Twitter. The Yankees reset the they reset their luxury tax like a couple for a couple of years, and I think mm-hmm. they've now gone over it again with the Rodon and Judge mm-hmm. and Rizzo stuff. But it's like. The Yankees should be swinging with the big boys every single Steve year. Steve Cohen's still going to be doing this. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I love like it. you think 
Like, like I know it's come out that the Padres are going to try and extend Manny Machado this spring. You don't think if Manny Machado gets to free agency, the Mets are going to be like, gobble, 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 here's $400 million, Manny? Like, anybody with an owner in the top 10, we'll say 5, 10, mm-hmm. they should all be swinging at Manny Machado. Yeah. And I would argue Shohei Otani. The only, the only like, player that I'm not worried about going to the Mets, knock on wood, is Vlad because they already have Pete Alonso. Yeah, because you because you know Steve Cohen would just if they didn't have if they didn't have Pete Alonso he'd well, probably like, do it anyways, man. There's well, a DH spot for a reason, yeah, which just, I, I I respect it. I I, I would hate it, but I respect it. It's the it's what you should be doing. You should be putting the best possible baseball team on the field to lose in the AL or in the NLDS. Or in a wild card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the and, Mets. Well, <laughs> They'll well, always be while well, listening. While listening to Simple Man while warming up, which is one of the best videos I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, the one a hot take I was I was debating there you on. Go. You found out there. It. Um I think it's possible that the Dodgers miss the playoffs. Oh wow. I I mean my hot take that became less hot the more that time went on was the Padres gonna win the NLS, but mm-hmm. uh we're gonna talk about it next week, but who would you have making it over the Dodgers? Well, the Padres have beat them in the division, right? Yeah. Do you think um, the Giants, the Diamondbacks, or the Rockies are better than the Dodgers? They don't technically have to be. I mean, they don't have but to I'm be. But I'm trying to – they would – I think the Dodgers would just have to be bad at that point, right? Like, they'd have to have a tough yeah. year. Which mm-hmm. I don't think they're as good as they've been in years past. Because I, I think, think it's possible that the Phillies are ahead of them. It's possible that the Mets and the Braves are ahead of them. But I don't think they're bad enough to miss the playoffs. I don't, I don't know if they're bad enough. They're the Giants good. would have to have a big step forward. Mm-hmm. The Diamondbacks would have to have a big step forward. The Diamondbacks or someone in the mid, like the Cubs, the Brewers. Yeah, like one of them would have to. I don't think the Cubs or Brewers are better than the Dodgers, though. No, so I might be like, walking back that take a bit. But yeah, like, so it's it's just. It, I think it's closer to being possible this year than it has in the previous ten. Because I think we can both agree that there's three teams. There's at least three playoff spots coming out of the NL East. Oh, there should be. It's no reason not to be. They think that those might be the three top teams in the in the NL. The, mm-hmm. the Padres are mixed in there somewhere. And then but, Cardinals, Padres, and like. So, so yeah, you would. Let's you just would, say, argument's sake, yeah. you do Mets, Padres, Braves, Phillies. There's. That. Would you slot the Cardinals next? I think you would slot the Cardinals next because they would be the only one out of that NL Central. And then. You're you have one more spot for Cubs, Cubs, Brewers, Brewers Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Giants. Diamondbacks, Giants. You and you can't tell me the straight face that you think the Giants, Marlins. I was gonna be one of one of my hot takes that I almost written down was I think the Marlins are an 85 plus win team. I don't know. Did they get better? I don't know yeah. if they got better, they got different. They got different, but different isn't necessarily better. Yeah, especially for the Marlins. Like the Mar- I don't know. I want the Marlins to be good, but mm-hmm. they just aren't. Also, they're in the division of death this year. <laughs> I'd rather be in the AL East than the NL East this year. I think because I don't think the Red Sox and Orioles are good. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think either of those teams are very good. I think you're not far off in saying the Rays are worse than they've been. So there's two teams in the AL East, and there are three powerhouses in the NL East. 
including last year's World Series runner-up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough. Feel for the Marlins. Yeah, and the World Series runner-up is arguably the third place team. The third place team in that division. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Next week we are going to preview some season. preview everything because we're now at the point where people are reporting and pitching again. The last signing that we talked about occurred on January 30th. It is now February 10th. This is our last episode before we never have to not watch baseball. Pitchers and catchers report Thursday. So I guess we don't get to watch baseball. Oh, I am so ready to hear 85 people say I've been in in the best shape of my life. Yes. Oh, my God. You say Kikuchi's throwing harder than he's ever thrown. Mm Mm-hmm. Mitch White's slider has some of the nastiest break on it you've seen. His stuff is really moving this year. Yeah. He's in great shape. The offseason went well. He really, he really reconnected. I'm trying to think of what's a, what's another good cliche that you you bring in. My body I feel is, rested. Yeah, my body is <laughs> my body's recovered. I think I'm 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 the closest to hundred percent I've ever been. Yeah, we're we're going into the season with some high expectations on ourselves and we're we're just taking it day by day right now as we go. <laughs> day by day. That's the one. That's like, the one right there. <laughs> we're just taking it day to day, one one step. Yeah, it's time. good to good to get into the in the building with these guys and yeah, really it's, it's good. It's good <laughs> to meet some of It's good to meet some of the good team this year. Yeah, you know, hey, we got I think we, we think really we want to make team. a run. Yeah, we really want to make a run, and you never know what happens. Anything can happen in baseball. So we think with the group group of guys that we have in here, we could really take a shot at this. Yeah, it's all it's all about momentum, and uh, you know, I just uh, all I got to do is just uh, every time I go up there, uh, look for my pitch, and you know, uh, do something with it. When you've got a guy like Alec Manoa on the mound, you got a good shot every fifth day out there. Yeah, and then you have Kevin Gosman, and when you have a guy like Kevin Gosman on the mound, you have a good chance every fifth day. It's the same a, quote, but you, you have a good a chance every fifth. You have a good chance every fifth day to make some. <laughs> yeah, the additions this team made in the offseason, I think it's really going to push us over the edge. I think we have a really good shot at winning this. Thing. Yeah. You know, you know, last year was a trailer, this year's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, those are the answers we get. Everything we said is what should be said from now until April, was it first? No, March, whatever. March 30 something. March 30th. That's the only things that should be said from now until that date. But we're gonna what we're gonna get is the Yankees are the worst team in baseball. You know, you know, last year, last, last year, was, year was the was the movie. Last year. This year you're gonna get the sequel. Yeah, last year was Batman Begins. This is the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Call us James Cameron because we're gonna keep producing hits. I like I <laughs> so so what you're saying is what you're saying is the 2023 Blue Jays is the way of water. Yes, exactly what I'm saying. We're going to get some stupid quote in the next two oh. or three weeks, and it's going to come from either Vlad or Manoa. I, you know what? Someone I, that the, the Yankees fans absolutely despise. No, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be Kevin Kiermaier or Brandon Belt. It's going to be one of them, too. See, but they, they don't matter. Like, I don't think the Yankees fans have built up enough heat oh, for the, these Yankees two guys. fans hate fucking Kevin Kiermaier. Don't... Yeah, but, like, not as a Blue Jay. No, they just hate Kevin. Maybe, I think, maybe I think it, Kevin Kiermaier, yeah. but Brandon Bell can say whatever the, the second hell he wants. Brandon Bell it already a, has, and it hasn't been an issue. The second Brandon Bell hits a home run at, at, at like a short porch home run, oh, it's all all's fair in love and war at that point. Sure. Like, I think I think it speaks volumes to the fact that we had two back to back episodes. One where Brandon Belt said, "Yeah, we're going to win the World Series," 
And the next one where Vlad just said, yeah, the Yankees were the easiest to play against. And only one of those quotes blew up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, oh, we are absolutely going to get some ridiculous quote in the next two or three weeks. I promise yeah. you. As soon as Vlad shows up and gets 40 microphones in his face, he's going to be like, this is my time to shine. Yeah. You know what I want to hear it come from? Alejandro Kirk. I want to hear. Oh I want to see Kirk go full villain this year. Go Blue Jay. <laughs> no Yankee. Alejandro. I'm here for Alejandro Kirk being a villain. Yeah. You can't do it. He's so small. Hey, he's a small little bean. You know what? If if Jason Kelsey can do it, Alejandro <laughs> Alejandro Kirk can be sexy Batman. He's just sexy Kirk. He doesn't need to be Batman. <laughs> he's, he's fucking. He comes out in like the Shawn Michaels fucking chaps and just, <laughs> and just does the pose. Got the championship belt across the chest. Oh man, no shirt, just championship oh. belt. Oh man, this is our year. This is our year. <laughs> oh. This is my house. This is, this that, is my house. That blew up. But this is Mikasa. See, Vlad has said it's my house like three times. Oh that my season, god! But it I know. only blew up after the Yankees won. I know. It's oh, and then oh, and then you know the Yankees clinched the division the next day, and it's like oh, it's so glad that you did it in Vlad's house. It's like hi, the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Yeah, I think another one, Bobachette. Bobachette won't say anything. Bobachette doesn't talk, and then like. But when he he's does, the smartest media guy. <laughs> oh, dude, he's, well, he's so smart. Like, because I can absolutely guarantee that kid would say some shit off off air. Mm-hmm. If you sat down with Bo, I'm sure he'd say oh, the same Bo stupid shit that, that Vlad says. Phenomenal shit talker. Like, but he's just so good at flying under the radar and not being hated, but still gets a lot of hate. <laughs> Crazy. I think we're done. Yeah. Um. um pitchers and catchers Thursday. New episode Friday. Friday. New merch soon. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. I may have some details because, next like, week. Folks, it like we didn't bring up our we have a we have a subtitle now. We're the flight deck. Uh colon the house of vanilla vibes. The house of vanilla vibes. The house vanilla vibes built. The house vanilla vibes built. That's the established one. in 2022. I almost said 2023. I think we did it. Oh no, we started this. We never. We didn't. Yeah, oh, true. But we, we didn't establish vanilla vibes until 23. You know what's weird? We're not that far off of a year. Yeah, July, right? We started in like June, July. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, we're closing in. Jesus. You closing crazy, in the regular season. You, um, you crazy fuckers. Have- I'm super excited for this year. Thank you guys for your support. Yep. We we love it. It's been a great couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you keep listening. We have some shit coming your way. I'm going to throw some discounts to, to our fans because it's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball's back. We are here to stay. Thank you for listening. We will catch you next week next week next friday everything oh, i forgot everything's linked in the description below yep. please like comment subscribe follow us all that fun stuff we love hearing from you guys we will catch you next week go, go blue jays kevin bishop 900 ops thousand cheers